0: We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Replay officials say they made the right call on that fumble in the Miami-Georgia Tech game last week. The supervisor of officials for the ACC I was talking about it yesterday. Rather than take a knee, we remember what happened. Miami was up 20-17. to 17. They handed the ball off to Cheney Jr., who fumbled. A replay was immediately initiated, and it was to decide if Cheney's elbow was down before the fumble. Of course, Georgia Tech recovered the fumble, and then they made two passes and won the game. Uh, A rope on the sideline and then a bomb with a wide open receiver in the end zone and they stunned Miami. Now the ref said that uh, they determined there was no indisputable visual evidence to overturn the ruling on the field. We made the right call on the field based on the angles that were afforded to us. The process and protocol was followed. So Miami Uh, people contend that a photo showing Cheney's elbow down with the football still in his possession shows a completely different story. And the head of the officiating said, we take all the shots that are afforded to us by our TV partners and we look at the play. We look for the football in relationship to where he loses control prior to hitting the ground. You have to have a view of the football the entire time. And you have to watch the football, make sure that it's in the player's possession until the time he's legally down. If you don't have that, you don't have indisputable evidence to overturn the ruling on the field. In this case, the ruling on the field is a fumble. So if we're going to overturn a fumble, we have to see the player in control of the football once he hits the ground. Of course, you know what happened. The Miami AD said he believes the standard of indisputable video evidence should be reevaluated. He said... Uh, Radakovich, Dan Radakovich, the standard of indisputable is sometimes a very, very high standard to hit. It's a fast game. The officials do a phenomenal job. But sometimes they need assistance. And if there's a call that has to be made and you have to have this standard of indisputable, that's sometimes a hard standard to reach. I think it's one of the things uh, the football rules committee should look into. They may decide not to do anything with it, but I think it needs to be discussed. Of course, Mario Cristobal has repeatedly acknowledged that he made the wrong call in not taking a knee. And this is ridiculous. I mean, honestly, here we are almost literally, you know, through the week, after the game and we're still crying about it. Miami's still crying that they won the game. Still crying that uh, the guy was down, his elbow was down and all this other nonsense. Why don't they cry and I'm a Canes fan. Why don't they cry about not taking a knee and winning the game the way they should have. Take the knee, game over, you win. 20-17, to 17, no questions asked. Instead, you hand the ball off And your boy fumbles. And then, to top it off, you give up two pass plays, the length of the field almost, a 30-yard strike, and then a bomb to win it for Georgia Tech. And you want to cry? You got lit the F up. And your head coach is an absolute asshat for not taking a knee, not calling timeout, not saying take a knee, letting them put a play in where they hand the ball off to run the ball and fumble the ball. I mean, honestly, like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever listened to in my life. How embarrassing is it for Miami, the Canes, to still, later in the week, after the fact, be crying about this game? Honestly, you guys look like complete doofuses. All right, let's look at the games. Ranked first. The one at night's juicy, 730 on NBC and Peacock. USC, number 10 at number 21, Notre Dame. And Notre Dame Stadium in South Bend, the Irish are laying 359 is the number. Caleb Williams is thrown for 1,822 yards and 22 touchdowns with just one pick this year for the Trojans. He is an absolute badass. All right. At noon, number one, Georgia's in Smashville against Vanderbilt, Georgia Land 31 and a half, 56 the total Beck has thrown for 1,886 yards 11 TDs and 3 picks for the Bulldogs oh, 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 oh Indiana's at number two, Michigan at the Big House in Ann Arbor. Michigan laying 33 and a hook. 44 and a half is the number. J.J. McCarthy's thrown for 1,290 yards and 11 touchdowns with three picks for Harbaugh's Wolverines, who are 6-0 and and 3-0 and in the Big Ten. Also number three, Ohio State and Purdue at Ross-Ade in West Lafayette. Ohio State laying 19 and a half, 49 and a half the number. The kid card for the Boilermakers, not bad, 1,491 yards, six touchdowns, but five picks. Syracuse at Florida State, the number four, Knowles, playing at home at Doak Campbell. Florida State laying seventeen and a half, fifty-six 56 is the number. Travis is thrown for almost 1,200 yards, 12 TDs with one pick for the 5-0 Knowles. They're 3-0 in the ACC. Arkansas goes to Brian Denny in Tuscaloosa to seat number 11 Alabama, who's suddenly playing good football. The Tide are five and one, three and zero oh in the SEC. They're laying 20, 46 and a half is the number. Arkansas's Jefferson is thrown for 1,300 yards and 12 TDs, but he's thrown six picks. At 3 o'clock, cows at number 16, Utah. The Utes are 4-1, 1-1 and and in the Pac-12. It's at Rice-Eccles and Salt Lake Shakers. Utah laying 11.5, 45.5 is the number. At 3.30, UMass is going to get their ass beat at number 6, Penn State. The Lions are 5-0 and, and playing at Beaver Stadium in University Park. Penn State laying 41 and a half, 53 the total. Allers thrown for over 1,000 yards and nine touchdowns for Penn State. At 3.30, the game of the day. Number eight, Oregon. At number seven, Washington at Husky Stadium in Seattle. Pennix and company. Lane three, Washington the favor. 66 the total. Penix is thrown for 2,000 yards, 16 TDs, and two picks. Bo Nix has been a badass as well for the Ducks. What a game it'll be in the Pacific Northwest. A&M's at number 19 Tennessee at Neyland Stadium in Knoxville it'll be rocking 105,000. Tennessee lay in 4 and a half the number Milton has thrown for 1164 yards and 9 TDs with three picks for the Vols who are 4 and 1 and 1 and 1 in the SCC. The Aggies are 4 and 2, 2 and 1 in conference play. Also at 330, number 23, Kansas goes to Boone Pickens in Stillwater. Oklahoma State is getting three at home, 55 the number. Oklahoma State's three and two. Kansas, five and one. And 2-1 and in the Big 12. Oak State 1-1 one one in conference play. At six thirty, number 14, Louisville. Going to Pittsburgh at AccuSure. Louisville laying 7 one is the number. The Cards are 6-0. 3-0 oh, oh in the ACC. Coming off a spanking of the Irish last week. Plumbers thrown for 1,500 yards. 12 TDs with 6 picks for the Cardinals. At 7 o'clock... Arizona's at number 19, Washington State and Pullman. Washington State laying eight. 59 is the number. Ward is thrown for almost 1,600 yards for the Cougars and 14 touchdowns. At seven, Auburn at number 22 LSU under the lights at Tiger Stadium in Baton Rouge. LSU lay in 11. 61 is the number. Daniels is thrown for almost 2,000 yards, 19 touchdowns with just two picks for LSU. They're four and two, three and one in the SEC. Auburn's 0 and two in conference play. Well, we'll see how Miami does. The 25th ranked Canes. They shouldn't be ranked at all after that F up against Georgia Tech. Miami's four and one now, going to number twelve. North Carolina, the heels are five and zero, oh, two and zero oh in the ACC, playing at home at Keenan and Chapel Hill. North Carolina laying three and a half, fifty-seven and a half is the number. At seven thirty, Missouri five and one at number twenty-four. Kentucky they're five and one as well. The cats are two and one in the SEC. The Tigers one and one in conference play. This one at Kroger Field in Lexington, Kentucky. Lay in two and a half. Fifty one and a half is the number. How about the kid Cook for Missouri? Thrown for almost nineteen hundred yards and thirteen touchdowns. At eight o'clock, another good one. It's number eighteen UCLA and number fifteen Oregon State at Corvallis. The Beaves are laying three and a half. 54 is the number. Ugalele for the Beavs. 1,300 yards and 13 touchdowns with four picks. UCLA's defense is stout. 8 o'clock. NC State at Duke. In Durham, Duke laying three and a half. 45 is the total. NC State's 4-2. 1-1 one one in conference play. Duke's 4-1. 1-0. And one, one and oh in-conference play. These are going to be great games, no doubt about it. I think the two best games are out in the Pacific Northwest. It's UCLA and Oregon State, and Oregon and Washington. I'd even throw in that Arizona-Washington State game in Pullman as another top-shelf status game. Obviously, the Aggies and Vols should be good in Knoxville, and you would think that... You'd get a good game with USC and Notre Dame, the featured attraction, with the Irish stumbling. They're 5-2 and two now. Remember, they've lost to Ohio State and now Louisville. And they have played the most brutal schedule. How about the Ohio State, Duke, Louisville, and USC? Those four in a row are absolutely Sid Vicious. Then they have Pitt. They go to Death Valley against Clemson on the 4th of November. Wake Forest is in South Bend on the 18th. So they have a week off after Clemson. And then they finish at Stanford on the 25th of November against the Cardinal. I mean, they can beat Wake. They can beat Stanford. They're going to beat Pitt, you would think. Uh, They got their hands full with USC and Clemson. There's just absolutely no doubt about it. Uh, Some really good ranked games this week. Tons of unranked games. You know we're going to be hitting all of them on Coast to Coast. We'll go through the litany of games of unranked teams uh, today and tomorrow.